When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's documentary time on the Socially Distant Sports Bar. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Friday if you are listening to the free edition. Oh. Ellis is dancing. Mike is laughing because, okay, in, the, in the interests of transparency again, yeah, yeah, I didn't see Ellis's text about what this contained within the first 10 minutes. So I started watching this with my 11-year-old. Oh, dear. He loved the first 10 minutes. <laughs> He's like, that guy's angry. It is Chuck. remarkable. Chuck, go yes. on, mate. It's Mike's choice. Someone sent me a clip fairly recently of a, of a small excerpt of this, which I loved. And, he, and, and then someone else got in touch saying, this is from an Australian documentary called The Heathens, which came out like 30 years ago. Yeah. It's only half an hour long. I thought, oh, that's good. We're always pressed for time. It's Christmas time. You'll double up on some stuff. A nice half hour doc for Christmas, I thought to myself. Happy Christmas. Okay, now. Wow. And I, I thought that the clip, which is very, very sweary of them in the terraces, mm. of a of a AFL, like an Aussie Rules game. Yeah. I thought the clip was, was going to be a funny part of them mm. in the extreme swear mode from this documentary. Yeah. Not realizing the whole documentary. You think I? I thought I was thinking about the last doc we did, which was a French language <laughs> yeah. documentary about a kayaker's incredible journey and complex relationships and just inspirational and near-death experiences and grief and it was everything yeah. in one doc. It was just yeah, a it brilliant was. documentary. This is ex- <laughs> it's the opposite of that. This is five Aussie blokes. It's the it's, opposite it of it. The polar opposite. Kelly said, you're not going to pick this, really. I said, well, I've done it now. I've said, I've said yes, without because I watched it for the first time. Same as you, Steph. I hadn't seen it. Unbelievable. I put it on, and I said, listen, it might be quite sweary, so can you – we'll send the kids to bed early-ish, like 9 o'clock, 9.30. Romantic sweary night. And I watched it two nights ago. And then um, as Ben came downstairs, because he'd forgotten, like, a, a drink of water, as he came <laughs> as he came from the front door, Chuck was calling someone a fucking cunt at top volume, right? Yeah, yeah. Fucking cunt! <laughs> so, you it's fucking vermin shit ass cunt! I fucking break his legs, you fucking. I'll be doing a fucking car crash, mate! Fucking ball, fucking brick! Fuck off, you fucking cunt! <laughs> Fuck off, you fucking vermin shit fucking cunt! <laughs> I fucking hate you, are you? Fuck off! It's. I, so, it's half an I hour of that. Bel- it's half an hour of that. It's, right, here's a little bit of it. You've got hair growing out your ears! What colour are your pubes, mate? 
Right, so you get the idea. Fuck me. Right, right. But well, you don't, because you think that that is, like you said, mm. I watched the first 10 minutes with my eldest and just went, the bit, the bit where the other guy starts going on about meeting this girl, and as soon as he says the word rooting, I was a like, right, mate, go, a root's a root, mate. You've got to go to bed now, Joe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The swearing we can do, rooting, we're going to talk about another time in life. Off you go. And he, when he talked about the, the woman being ugly, I thought, mate, have you, have you got a mirror in your house? Yeah, fuck me, he's not a looker. Do you think you're, do you think you're a fucking catch? Wow. It's like the other dude at the, at the game having to go with the guy's haircut. He's yes. Got the, he's got the best mullet I've ever seen in my life. I Fucking think, shit here! There's a mate, look at you. I think we need to establish, contextualise a little bit first. Go on. Go on. 30 minutes following five... No one did that for obsessive. me. No one contextualised anything for me. I was watching a man swearing at me. Following five obsessive St Kilda Aussie Rules football fans yeah. uh, throughout the 1991 season, there is zero, and I mean literally zero footage of the game, you don't see nope. a kick. It is all nope. a handy. You don't see a kick. It is all a handy cam facing the terraces that they stood on. It really reminded me, actually. Well, I was thinking of your mate Spielberg. You were talking. It's about. it's like an Australian Spielberg. So Spielberg, if you haven't listened to that podcast, there was a there was a bloke from Swansea who used to take a video camera onto the North Bank at the Vetch, and also when we did away games. I loved it. I bet it's the Welsh version of this. And he would film the fans. He would never ever very rarely film the games. He would also go to nightclubs and he would film the dance floor. And Someone must film Spielberg, get some footage. Loads of it. A lot of it is online. Mm. So, for instance, when we played Cardiff in about 1990, I think he follows the Swansea fans on the train on the way to Ninian Park and then he's them in the sort of grandstand on the Grange end, blah, blah, blah. And it is a fascinating slice of life of what Swansea was mm. like in about 91, 92, 93. This was like, I think it's Martha's nightclub where he's just filming the dance floor and all that kind of <clears> stuff. This no. is exactly that. But there's no narrative. There's no story. Nope. You never get nope. to know them. It is just 30 minutes of five blokes watching a football match, an Aussie rules football match, yeah. and shouting and swearing. I yeah. inexplicably loved, loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Yeah. I tried to explain it yeah. to Izzy. Kelly's like, is this all there is? I said, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I hope so. I came downstairs and I said to Izzy, <laughs> I went... Mike's chosen an amazing documentary this week. She said, "What is it?" I said, "Is is a visit? Is it, is it like the French kayaker from last week, Al?" No, it's right. all, no. almost like a sort of selfie mode handicam, and they, they're just swearing. They're just swearing at Aussie rules, and, it's and so they're just angry, so oh. angry, and they're just calling people vermin, and they're calling people cunts, and they're calling people scum, and they're calling. Hope they die in a car crash. Hope they die in a car crash. He says one of them says the word wanker. Is yes. the wanker sign a uniquely British thing? Yes, but I think there's enough British-Australian crossover. Because they say think... wanker, but they're not doing wanker signs. If this was football oh, signs oh, you mean the in the UK, symbol. they'd be doing the wanker sign. Oh, interesting. They're all drinking Victoria Bitter, like it's gone out of fashion, right? I mean, there's, yes. there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, they're all hammered. They've all got yeah. awful teeth. There appears to be no drugs. It's just booze and, yeah. and, a, and mm. an absolute vitriol. Angry. And yes. fags. Yeah, lots of fags. Fags. Mullet. So Chuck's the sort of main dude who looks yes. a bit like Kelly's dad was a bit disconcerted. Okay. <laughs> and he's a big Swansea fan. So I can, I, can, I can imagine him back on the veteran the day looking just like this. Um, you fucking can't. <laughs> it's Olympic. I mean, I, I, I Google a bit oh. about this thing. It's yes. it's the most swear yes, minute of any television program ever made. Yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah, swearing than Scarface, as someone put it. It's see, I googled it as well. It seems to be a real cult hit amongst 
Aussie Rules fans. Yes. Only 5,000 views on YouTube. I, it keeps getting taken down, I think. Oh, okay. I found an Aussie Rules football forum. Okay, yeah. And they were desperately trying to get hold of it about in 2008. And people were saying, listen, I've got it on VHS so I can rip it onto DVD and then I'll send it to anyone who wants to see the it. The fact that it's, when you see that, it, is it made by Family Films? Something oh, yeah. Like yeah. After yeah. the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah. Made by Family Films. I th- also, I think like all sports, all sports have become professionalised because of money and also gentrified to an extent. And I yes. think, I mean, don't quote me on this because I'm not an Aussie Rules fan, but judging by some of the comments I saw on the forums and underneath the video, I think that the Aussie Rules experience isn't what it used to be. And I think this is a slice of what real, in inverted commas, Aussie Rules was about. I think a lot of older fans who remember this period are like, that's the game I fell in love with. I love watching it. That's <laughs> what I love. I love calling umpires vermin. This is a paid advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Now, we all carry around lots of different sort of stress moments, whether it's like big or small. It could be as huge as, how am I going to pay the mortgage this month? Or, you know, I'm, I'm ill, but I don't really want to talk to anybody about that because I don't want to make them feel stressed about it as well. Or, you know, it could be just as, something as small as, how am I going to get to school pickup in time? I've got a meeting. How do I change that? How do I move that? I forgot to cancel that. And lots of the time we keep it bottled up. And whether it's big or small, it can really start to affect us negatively. And therapy is kind of a safe space to get those things off your chest. So whether it's like coming up with plans to to organize your life a little bit better or whether it's just having someone to talk to about those things you don't want to stress out your mates or your family with. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable and entirely online. You will be matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash distant. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash distant. It really reminded me of lower league football in the early 90s. What was the one fellow? Was it Nigel? It could have been Ninian Park or the Vetch, but the grounds are bigger. The one fellow is very verbose, though. He's, he's not. He doesn't just... Call people a cunt and tell them to fuck off. No, he he disappears off avenues, doesn't he? I like. He it. gets into it. Quite yeah. Lengthy. He's got he's got some sort of transistor radio to his ear. You're a terrible yeah, he's person. Constantly, he's constantly listening to other games on transistor yes. yeah. radios. Yeah, but he runs out of swears at one point and just calls someone a terrible person, <laughs> which <laughs> looks great because he's already called them a yeah. fucking cunt. He's gone big. <laughs> you're just a you're just a fucking terrible human. Brick. It didn't remind brick. me of yes. rugby at all. It no, not at all. A lot no. of football. Oh, completely, yeah. And do you know what yeah. this is this was so this was Shane Warne's team St Kilda's. Yeah, so, yeah. I used to have a St Kilda Guernsey, the, the the sort of vest. He almost played for these, didn't he? He was in their junior system. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. It's a lovely part of Melbourne. It's only not making their first team. Yeah. That he took cricket seriously. Yeah. You know. Otherwise he'd yeah. have been a footy player. That's what he loved. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. We, and we've talked about your rules before on this, and I don't really get the game, and I don't understand it. And people saying you need to give it a go. I was watching this thinking, my God. I mean, I couldn't be, imagine being a woman in the crowd, number one. No. no. There is a Didn't woman in it at some point. Is there? Points. Yeah, okay. they have an argument. The terrace. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, of course. The, the other thing is... <laughs> I went to watch Aussie Rules once mm. and there didn't seem to be any formal segregation. I could be wrong. 
No. But what would happen is everyone would bunch together. So there's like, I can't remember who you were watching. But well, that's what happened yeah. in this because they're, when they lose the one guys game. behind them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Guys behind them and to the side all get up and start celebrating and they're all just looking dead ahead. The other thing anyone. that wouldn't have happened. It doesn't seem to be football then, would it? No, no there doesn't seem to be off. any aggro. No, there's, no, there's that's it. Even in the street afterwards, when he says something about St Kilda, he's like, oh. "Yes." Given how angry they are, I think that's quite surprising. Yeah, I was surprised at that. And the other thing is, they are so angry, mm. and they are so upset at what is happening on the pitch. Yes, I assumed that St Kilda were involved in a relegation battle. No, no. I googled it. They came fourth that yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. They were, like, they good were a good season. side. Perfectly good season. And following a bad, from what you could tell, a bad nineteen eighties. So this was a sort of slight turnaround. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a whole era where they were crap. The only bit that's not in the there's two percent not in the crowd that I can remember. One is, <laughs> I, I assume it's Chuck's place. It's smashed. <laughs> yes, where Chuck's like, playing yeah. an unplugged electric guitar. And his mate's playing a cricket bat. So funny, that bit. Like proper, like fairly heavy, heavy metal music. Yeah. It's Slayer. Slayer, isn't it? Yeah. And Slayer. he's got a Led Zeppelin vest on. Yeah, he has, yeah. <laughs> I said to Kelly, the vest is never a good look, is it? No. Never a good look. The baggy It's bit. a very Australian look, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah, he yeah. looks he look yeah, he looks like a sort of central casting extra from neighbours in about the 1990s and this And there's the bit at the end yes. where these these are grown men who should know better that are playing <laughs> footy at a major intersection. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Effectively really on a motorway. Best. Yeah. And the one guy can't control it so they bounce it and you go... Try to bounce it. Part of your British head goes, that's quite a skill set actually bouncing the ball like that. I yeah. Wonder how, I wonder it's how hard to do with that would be ball, to do. Yeah. And it, 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 it's all right. It's not that hard. But... You go, oh, I wonder how hard that is. And then you see the other guy do it and it just rumbles off down the road. You're like, oh, fuck. And they're so pissed. Yeah. When he they kicks it over the traffic so lights. pissed. The other thing I, I think about, I said, imagine if they're still doing this. Imagine if they've been doing this for 30 years. I it's assume. Fine. Angry and drinking. Because the one old fellow with them must be in his 50s or 60s. Having a whale of a time. I became fascinated by this documentary and still am. Yes. And I found one forum. This yeah. is, I mean, this is from 2008. You're into Aussie rules forums now. But they're they're all they're all still watching the team, but Chuk or Chuck is now yeah. a fitness fanatic. Oh brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So he was Oh, that's amazing. I think he's Prime Minister of Australia then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. It's an extraordinary time capsule. It is. Yeah. And it it's just looks like nineteen ninety one. I could date this to within about three months. Mm. Who's the um, the stockier lad with the long curly mullet? Oh, they're all called things like Tomo and John the Drunk and... He was called Tomo, that one. John yeah. the Drunk. Tomo, yes. Tomo with an H. Yes. That's him. He's not even watching the game particularly, is he? Tomo's just having a smoke and a drink. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. there for the VB rather than anything else. Chuck's living on it. But what, what keeps him going is anger. Yeah. Yeah. I said yeah, to Izzy, I said, I described it to her. She said, I couldn't watch that. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to make you watch it. Yeah. But I don't know why I'm enjoying it so much. <laughs> I was just saying. What is it about it that's compelling? Kelly left after 15 minutes. I'm not watching this rubbish. So, yeah. yeah. Oh. Also, but, well, for a kickoff, you're, you're hoping for there to be some sort of narrative. Yeah. And it never... Yeah, that's, that's the interesting it part. It was nice to have something on for once that I didn't have to... I was thinking about last week, which I loved, that yeah, yeah. Wild Waters, right? But you've got to concentrate. But it was subtitled. You've got to completely... Yes. You've got to focus on it. You've got to attend yeah. to it completely. And it, yes. it does... I should call no one a cunt throughout the entire It thing. triggers your, all your emotions, that documentary, yeah. for an hour and a half, right? Yes. This was <laughs> just five blokes swearing on a Sony Handycam for half an hour. 
Yeah. Also, because Which is fine. It's, <laughs> because it's 1991, they are completely authentically themselves in front of the camera. Whereas now, because everyone's got a camera, people, they pose and they pout and all that kind of stuff. They seem to forget that the camera's on them and they don't seem to care. This I'm assuming this went on telly. I don't know. It was a cinema release. A cinematic uh, in, release. Yeah, 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 yeah. In um, in Melbourne, so somewhere down in Saint Kilda, there's a cinema there that they booked out and put it, and it sold out like three nights in a row or something. They just became legends. This is not the MCG though, that is it? Where they were playing there? No, no, yeah. no. They've moved ground since then, and I think that's yeah. another part of it. Because the MCG is a stunning looking thing, isn't it? It is beautiful. Yeah, even then, it would have been a very yeah. nice ground. But I think. No. I think nostalgia... It seems to be under construction on the ground as well, this one. Yes. I yeah, think nostalgic bits. footy fans just miss this era of footy. Like, when I was in yeah. Australia, there were constantly adverts on telly for Aussie Rules compilation videos or DVDs that would have been of games from the 70s and 80s. Because also, mm. you can't get sent off playing Aussie Rules. Mm. So you can hit someone and keep hitting them. And the referee might pull you off, but you'll just get sighted on like the Monday. So there's no red cards. It was on Channel 4, wasn't it? When, it, when it was the VF. Yeah. And then they would show, these DVDs were so popular, they were constantly being sold and advertised on telly, where it would just be like Aussie Rules fights from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Just compilations of scraps, seemingly. Yeah. <laughs> and they must have cleaned the game up since then. But not loads. It's, you could get put on report, but you couldn't be sent off. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. So I remember watching a game on Channel 4 when I was a kid and... and Everyone was fighting. There was like 18 yeah. fights. It was like 36 people punching each other. And then it, it sort of spilled into the crowd, and the crowd are joining in. People yeah, like yeah. just throwing punches and getting punched by players. It's like the 99 call from the Lions Taurus South Africa yeah. in 74. Yeah. It's just players fighting. It's such a skillful <laughs> sport, though. That's what's fascinating about the violent side. I admire it. I like it. I was on autoplay. So after this was yeah. that Gary Ablett doc I mentioned earlier, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an athlete. I'd never heard of the bloke. I'd never heard of him, but bloody hell. Like, in the air, something else. Like, his, his athleticism. And some yeah. of the goals he's... I take a piss of it now. I, and, but Ozzy made some mind and said, well, actually, mate, you've sort of inadvertently hit the nail on the head. The game has changed. It was not like that in the old days. Yeah. You know, even 20, 30 years ago. Now, it, it's almost like his own defence in basketball, which I hate. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. Lose the ball or run back around the key, right? You're... Yeah. Handball. When you, when you play handball with kids in school, it's a great game. When you see professional yes. handball, they just drop yeah. back, back around the D as shit to watch, right? Yeah. And Aussie Rules has become a lot more, it seems to be like a zone defence game than it used yeah, to be. Yeah, there is a, a lot, lot more man-to-man stuff. Right? Yeah. So watching this Gary Apple play back in the day, who's like, he's an absolute god over there. My God. I mean, in any other sport, you'd have excelled as well. Yeah. Just an engine, huge pitch, massive yeah. leap on him, strong, nasty, Good. I think they're amongst the fittest athletes on earth. I would say so. Because yeah. the pitch is It's a cricket huge. pitch. If you've yeah. been to a cricket match, oh. imagine playing, playing a team sport on there. It's a team sport. Also, the game lasts about three hours. It's so it's it, minutes. it lasts ages. 4.25. Constantly, yeah, but with all the sort of oh, the with intervals and stuff. Yeah. So when they're when they're sprint so they're sprinting and they're running, they've got to be yeah. really tough like rugby players. Yeah. The pitch is a cricket pitch. And it's, it's physically very demanding as well. There's incredible athletes. But the distances you're trying to kick it are nuts as a result. So you think of the size of a cricket pitch in a, you know, in, I don't know, Lords or something like that, not your local cricket pitch. And trying to kick the ball across that 
accurately. You think of rugby when they do crossfield kicks to the wingers and how hard a skill that is to nail and how you've got to hold the ball sort of fingers pointing down almost mm. to kind of hold the ball the opposite way than you think you would to make it accurate and to make it spin. Backward. I can't remember which way. Yeah, backwards. So yeah. that it's easier to catch as well. All of those skill sets, be able to catch above your head. All of those skill sets that have come across. To oh, mate, this Gary Abler, looks like, he looks like Air Jordan. He's just hanging in the air, taking these yeah. ridiculous yeah. catches and landing on his back. Do you want to keep both hands on the ball? Yeah. but the, not, like, not like a line-out where you can... In a line-out, you go up with two hands, catch it. Yes, someone's holding you. Yeah, you, you get brought back to the floor on your feet and you throw... You throw the, the bits that you see on BT Sport when you're watching the European rugby, they go, ooh, when someone gets taken out in a line-out. Yeah. That's every catch. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what you do. If someone you know knocks you, you might that get a mark bad. out of it. I'm coming around to the game slowly, but but I want to. I watch, don't mind it at all. I want to watch 90s and 80s Aussie rules. Yeah, but if yes. I'm really honest, mate, I want to watch. I want to watch 80s and 90s football, like this and 90s rugby as well. If you like fighting, it is the sport for you. What like. you want to watch is fighting. Yeah, you like fighting, <laughs> and you like crowds that are drunk. Is what I'm getting from this. They are. So it may not be the sport that you're after, Mike. <laughs> so pissed and angry and I'm amazed that they, it never kicks off because the equivalent in British football it did used to kick off all the time and yes. there's no chance you could have people sharing um, you know the same stands and stuff there also appear to be no stewards or police anywhere no that's true yeah and they brought their own tins in yeah which wasn't yeah. allowed that had been that. you got a big carrier bag full of Victoria Bitter yeah love that a horrible beer I've never horrible tried it is it beer. VB's horrible Oh, is it a lager though? Is it? Yeah, it's just kind of it. It just does your stomach every time I've had it. It's just like, is it? Yeah, not for me that. They also seem to be standing on a terrace like you'd get at British football, rather than yes, sitting in a, at the seats. But I think there's one sitch where there's, there's one it's bench there seating, but they're yeah. standing up anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I really connected with the culture of it. <laughs> Awfully. Awfully, I like this. Well, it's proper terrace football, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking, watching it, about, like I said, about you and Spielberg and the Swans back in the day at the old Vetch. It's got that vibe to it, definitely. Nothing glamorous about it. No. I like that St. Kilda's shirt that Chuck's got on. St. Kilda tops are nice. Yeah, they're they're very, they're nice colours. They work together well, sort of red, white and black. It's a nice look. Yeah. Hot the pool stone kind of style. And the one fella's quite a good looking boy. Which one? The one mate. Oh, what's his name? The one who was rooting the girl. (laughs) Yeah. To use his vernacular. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Not a bad looking bloke, all right? You know, yeah. The heavy metal bit, I just thought, mate, you're 30, what are you doing? But I think it says, a, what's interesting, I, was, I kept waiting for, I thought that was where the plot was going to start. I did and too. Some, I thought was gonna, we're going to follow and their lives now. Lou from Home and Away was going to start doing the voiceover, or from um, Neighbours was going to start doing the voiceover, or Alf from yeah. Home and Away would do it. These and, are five friends yeah. from Victoria who all follow St Kilda. To them, St Kilda's life. Exactly. It, it would go into the details of how they were losers. Yeah. And, you know, how they didn't... Get, but, yeah. but... Chuck is an investment banker working in... <laughs> <laughs> he hates his life. <laughs> On Saturdays, he's a pisshead. He hates his life and doesn't... Down his friends know it. But that never happens, and yet... No. I know that Chuck wasn't an investment banker from watching this. Yeah. I know that that didn't happen. Yeah. I know that he dropped out of school. Yeah. I know it. John the Drunk is a head teacher at a local school. (laughs) 
The kids gave him his nickname. <laughs> yeah. Tomo is a brain surgeon. <laughs> Tom was an absolute galah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's got no HSCs. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the age, actually. No. No, I haven't. No. Yeah. If you you just want a daft, squarey half hour that is definitely not safe for work. Yes. It'd be like you and your mates pissed. It's like finding a tape of your mates from back in the day. Yes. And one of your other mates is recorded on a a Sony Handicap. Yes. Where you just were pissed and swearing. It's wicked. And sometimes that's absolutely fine. Yeah, sometimes that's perfectly good. Because Betty, my daughter, has drum lessons. Mm. We bought a little electric kit now. She's really into it. She practices every day. She loves it. And we were in bed the other day, and I saw as a drummer, I really like. Do you want to hear him? She said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So I said, "This is um John Bonham of Led Zeppelin," and I cl- clicked on the vid- first video, and it was John Bonham isolated drum track. And it's him recording something in about 1974. It was like five minutes of his isolated drums. I saw. I said, "Oh, you love this. This is really great." It starts off with the uh, studio manager. Or the engineer going, recording John, and he goes, fucking hell! <laughs> said, that's, that's, that's not that's what not I wanted meant. to play that's you. Not what <laughs> that's not what I don't, don't want you to do that. It wasn't my intention that you heard that word then. Yeah. <laughs> Mummy! Mummy! Yeah. Please, please don't tell, please don't tell, Mum. Please don't tell, Mummy! Please don't Daddy likes swear words, Mummy. <laughs> we talked the, the other week when we hit upon the salient differences between Americans and, and, and British people. Yes. About Americans watch things they think, I could be like that one day. And we watch things thinking, thank God I'm not like that. This is, you know, if you've had a bit of a boozy Christmas. Yes, watch this. You've, 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 you've pissed your friends and family off with, with a foul mouth terrain. Yes. Watch, watch the heathens. You'll feel fine afterwards. If you haven't done the full first 10 minutes of Christmas dinner, you're fine. Mm. I would say. They are world class at swearing. Yeah, yeah. It is spectacular swearing. It's brilliant. There's no shame. Not worried about any words. You know, all of the words. Was there a family stand? <laughs> they were in it. I mean, they're not in it's it. It's Australia. <laughs> but yeah, wow. I can cut. Right, it is book time. And Alice James, it is your turn to choose one for us. I bought this for my brother-in-law and then bought myself a copy, so I haven't read it yet. But the reviews are fantastic online. Sorry. I t- it was downstairs. I had to run up the stairs. Okay, this is good. Go on. Sorry, man. Sorry. And now I'm it's out good. of breath. It's good. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Come on. He's had a book workout. The the film is the book is. You sound like you're really excited about it. It's fine. Yeah, I know. You sound like you really like the book. The book is called "How to Win the World Cup: Secrets and Insights from International Football's Top Managers" by Chris Evans, published by Bloomsbury. It features contributions from mm. uh, Luis Felipe Scolari, Jeff Hurst, lovely, uh, Carlos Pereira, Pierre Litbarski, Roberto Martinez, Mick McCarthy, Thomas Brolin, Roger Miller, Jimmy Carragher, Lexi Lalas. Patrick Barkley, the great journalist, Rafa Honigstein, the brilliant journalist, and Graham Hunter. So, I mean, in terms of its contributors, mm. it's proper elite level. And it talks about qualification. It talks about how the perfect recipe of when it comes to selection and you know choosing your squad, how to tackle enigmas and star players, how to approach penalty shootouts. And also, chapter 10, which I'm looking forward to reading, A Home From Home, The Right Vibe, 
just looks like a really interesting book. So um, Daniel Taylor, who's now at The Athletic, who's to be at The Guardian, says it's just superb, great stories about the greatest tournament. I'm really looking forward to reading it because everything I've read about it makes it look really, really good. So it's called How to Win the World Cup, Secrets and Insights from International Football's Top Managers by Chris Evans. Can't be that one. It's not, not Chris that Evans, one. Chris Evans. No, I don't think it's not that, that one. one. No. What a career change. Well, I suppose he's done on Virgin Radio in the morning, isn't he? So he can spend yeah, yeah, he's still doing He's so still got the afternoons to write a book about football, <laughs> hasn't he? Go, oh, what are you doing with your time, Chris? Fucking hell. Yeah. Come on, get with it. Right, if you want to come and watch us live, we have links up on the episode description. So February the 3rd is when we are doing Carlos Motorpoint Arena. That is going to be a big show. We're going to make it into a big festival fun night. Fiesta. A fiesta of sports stuff and not sports stuff as well and funny stuff. And maybe Scott. Great way to start the new year. I've also I've got to do this, mate, because Andy's. Go on, again. go on. I'm gonna plug my tour. I, I think if okay, the places right. sold out, which is quite nice. MikeBubbins.com. Yeah, there we go. Come, come Why, on would, Why wouldn't you? There's a whole list on there of gigs that are still on and gigs that are available for you guys to head to. Yeah, so go on that one. That's my heavy sell. That's good. That's that's a reasonably heavy sell. Yeah. If you want to see us record a couple of these live, we're doing two recordings Ooh. in London as part of a podcast festival. Uh, that is the one of the other live links that's on the page. So Followed by, hopefully, a Super Bowl party somewhere. Super Bowl party somewhere. So come along to those. So there's one gig at six. There's one gig at eight. Come along to both because they're different recordings. So why not? And then we'll all go somewhere and watch the Super Bowl. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, we'll find somewhere because it's London. London stays open late, I presume, Alistair, does it? I've never watched the Super Bowl, so I'm assuming that there must be some sports bars who uh, show it, yeah. Mm. Well, there we go, mate, good. Well, there we go. Well, let's do that. We'll skip the halftime show unless it's a good one. That'd be fine, it'd be good. We need to just carry out instead. I'm sure it would be great. Sorry, I don't know why I'm doing that. Great. It'd be great. Great. It'd be great. Great. <laughs>